And we are live. Sean Dizzle. Uh, Mikey Hizzle. What is up? Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Are you uh, still sleepy from Turkey Day? Uh, I'm not sleepy so much, just freaking tired. Like, yeah. beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, my body just needs to rest. Not yeah. like sleepy as in, oh, I think I need to go to bed. It's like, just fucking tired. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I, I know how it feels. I, uh, I eat so much turkey and fixings and all that stuff that um, I took quite a few naps over the past weekend so um, righteous bro righteous yeah took quite a few naps and you know i'm not opposed to it i don't care i'm getting older and dude i am learning the value of a nap so yeah sometimes you just gotta you know shut your eyes for a little bit (laughs) yeah you know they say that you know even if you don't fall asleep if you just find a spot to chill, whether you're laying down or sitting in the car for 20 minutes, half an hour, just close your eyes. It still does just as good as, uh, as if you were actually taking a nap, just to revive you and rejuvenate you, whatever the case may be. You know, Take a little rest. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know where that study has been done, but it works for me. <laughs> hey, sounds good, and I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> experts I'm say my own study. <laughs> the experts say that's right. Doctor So and So said that uh, it's a good idea, so you should you should try it. Well, you're a doctor, so wow. you said it, so I'll just trust you. Yeah, but my wife often reminds me that I don't have an MD behind my name. <laughs> Different kind of doctor, you know. So, yeah, touche. Gives no respect. No respect. Oh, man. Thanksgiving was good, though. We, uh, so we went to Boston. Wicked pizza, brah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, wicked smart. Yeah, we, uh, so my mom doesn't cook. That's just a thing. And I think I've said that on this podcast before, but it's, you know, (laughs) she don't cook. Dang. <laughs> and even though Brooke and I do kind of dabble in the culinary arts, non-professionally, of course, um, mm-hmm. we ain't flying to Beantown and then cooking. You know what I'm saying? So we went to Cracker Barrel. Motherfucker had a two and a half hour wait. Of course. So that means there's a lot of people that don't cook. A whole lot of people that don't cook. And it was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, the food's, you know, it's okay, but it's not like uh, when I grew up, damn, you're full of them. Yeah, grandma weird. would cook, you know what I'm saying? And grandma's cooking, like, no one beats grandma's cooking. I don't care who you are, right? what color you are, what faith you are, mm. what you smell like, where you live, like, no one ever beats grandma's cooking. You know what I'm Preach, saying? Preach, Woo! <laughs> Well, Cracker Barrel cannot be Grandma's cooking, but yeah. it was pretty good. Nice. All that to say, who cooked on your side? Did you guys go to Cracker Barrel? What did you guys do? Hells to the no. But I tell you what, I absolutely love Cracker Barrel cooking. You know, it, it reminds me of, you know, back in the day, me and a few friends used to meet up at Cracker Barrel every Saturday. Morning, just for breakfast. Nice. And to, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, like a little round table. Just kind of vent and get shit off our chest and talk or whatever. Um, yeah. And eat some good food. And I would get an, the, the pancake breakfast, which mm-hmm. was awesome. Always with a side of French toast. Hmm. Ooh. That's a lot of bread, so, but okay. Talk about a carb coma. I can't eat like that no more. <laughs> but uh, Did no, you get I, the biscuits I, before your meal, too? I they, never, they really do that ever. In the morning. I've never had the biscuits and gravy. Honestly, I've never eaten that way. No, I was saying, like, they bring out biscuits before your meal, but I don't know that they do that in the morning, so. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they do that in the morning. It's been a long time, but. But to answer your question, uh, my, I, we went to the in-laws first, and um, they had a ton of people there, uh, church people, of course, and um, so we, there was some family there as well. We didn't get a chance to spend as much time with family as, as we would have liked, uh, but it was still a, a, a good time, and, uh, you know, chick, uh, not chicken. <laughs> Turkey and ham and, you know, all the fixings and they're Italian, as you know. How's their stuffing? Yeah, there was no stuffing. Oh, my God. Sacrilege right there, bro. Uh, They're Italian. They they had a bunch of Italian meats and cheeses and, you know, stuff like that. But uh, no stuffing. Not that I can recall. How you ain't going to have stuffing on Thanksgiving? Uh, no. I, I I don't know. I, I can't call it, bro. I can't call it. That just ain't right. Uh, that don't make sense. Yeah. But then we went to my aunt and uncle's house after that, and my parents were there, and my cousins and some friends came over or whatever, and it was Did they have time. stuffing? Um, No, they didn't have stuffing either, to be honest with you. I, <laughs> No, my mind is not. blown right now. Yeah, yeah. You there was no stuffing. Thanksgiving with no stuffing. N- no. Uh yes, Thanksgiving Day. Uh, with no stuffing. Uh, but the day oh, after, God. I think I would. Oh, the day after. So Friday, uh, we get up first thing in the morning. And the first Made thing we stuffing do is because you've been robbed the- of your Thanksgiving <laughs> feast. And so Jenna and I cooked. It was uh, me, Jenna, and Micah Friday morning. We threw the turkey in the roaster, and uh, and I made 
stuffing. Word. And not only did I have stuffing on Friday, on Saturday, when we wanted to eat the leftovers from the turkey, I made a second batch of stuffing so we had some fresh. That's what Because we about. killed that stuffing. We killed the stuffing on Friday, the day yeah, after. Yeah, because you hadn't had it. stuffing on fucking Thanksgiving. Of course you killed that shit. <laughs> that and I, I make pretty good stuffing. So. It was a good time. It was a good time. You know, you know, the other thing that I didn't have on Thanksgiving is my uncle's sweet potato pie. He apparently didn't make a single pie. Or if he did, he hid it from me because uh, there was no there was no pie. Huh. So. Yeah, that's whack, right? That's pretty whack, dude. No stuffing and no pie. But. But on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I made my pumpkin cake. And I still have pumpkin cake left, which probably needs to be thrown out because it's uh, (laughs) old at this point. But (laughs) throw it in the microwave for a minute and it's pristine. If I do say so myself. Yeah. And I do say so myself. If I do say so myself. And I do's. I do's. I says it. Yeah, man. So, question for you. Answer. Did you guys start Christmas decorations yet? Hell to the nah. Nah, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, we even talked (laughs) about it. We were like, well, should we get back and start it? And Brooke was kind of like waiting on me to answer. Hmm. And I was kind of like looking at her. And I was like, yeah. I was thinking, like, maybe after we get home, like, a week or two. And she's like, I like two. I was like, ha, that's why I love you. <laughs> Boy, you picked a good girl. I tell you that. I love me some Brooke. Not as much as you do. Fresh out. That's a good girl. So, so I got wrapped into, uh, you know, the whole thing. I've got a kid that lives on the other side of the state. And I'm not going to have him for two weeks. I'm not going to see him for for two weeks, two and a half weeks. So um, we put up the Christmas tree and all the Christmas decorations. We took our time. Uh, we took two days. We took Friday and Saturday to put up all the decorations. So um, our house is fully decorated for Christmas. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, you know, you had reason. I did have a reason. These people who were like... November 1st, got to put the tree up, got to listen to Christmas music, got to have hot cocoa, got to watch all these, like, friggin' Christmas movies, and it's like... Oh, I know. Fuck you. It's killing me. (laughs) It's just now November. (laughs) (laughs) Full disclosure, the other day, Jenna and I are sitting at the, uh, you know, in front of the TV, and she comes in and she says, can we watch a Christmas movie? And I'm like, oh, God, somebody kicked me in the balls. Sure enough, we were looking for a Christmas movie, and I picked out a couple. She, did, she wasn't interested in either one of them, so we ended up watching something else, thankfully. But she is full throttle in Christmas mode and has been for the last few weeks. So <sighs> um, it's, it's just... a battle that I'm losing, bro. I'm losing. I'm losing this battle. Uh... <clears throat> It's just too much, you know, like, yeah. 
Why can't we wait until it's December and then have a month of Christmas and then move on? I agree. Why does it have to be rushed? You know, like fucking, it wasn't even, it was like two days before Halloween and they're already putting shit up in stores for Christmas. Like looking at fucking Santa, Santa, Satan, Satan. Thanksgiving doesn't even exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't, I don't understand. Can we just like have seasons? (laughs) Can we just, (laughs) I don't know, man. Because you know what's going to happen is by December 12th, you're going to be like, I've heard this Christmas song so many times. Like, (laughs) it's just so bad. Those are the fucking people who are like, we got to decorate. We got to decorate. We got to watch movies. Or you're those wackos who like Christmas should be every season. It should be every day. Ah, I love Christmas. And it's kind of like, well, there's something wrong with you. You need to be on medication. Not only does it get annoying, it gets expensive. I mean, like, you can't be in the fucking holiday spirit for for two months. Uh, Even TBS or TNT, whatever station it is, we're not sponsored by them, by the way. Whatever station it is, they have a, a thing called 25 Days of Christmas. So December 1st starts, you got Christmas uh, movies from the 1st to the 25th. And I'm okay with that. I'm on Because board. it starts on the 1st. That makes sense. Jesus, let me digest my turkey right? before you fucking throw Santa Claus down my throat. Haven't even uh, pooped uh, out all the shit I ate from Thanksgiving and we're putting up a tree? Hell no. Brother, I know. I'm with you. We think I still got leftovers from Thanksgiving. I'm trying to eat. You want to put up decorations and talk about Santa Claus? Nah, bro. (laughs) Uh -uh. I've been called a Grinch. I've been called a Grinch. Oh, that's another thing. This new Grinch uh, movie? Yeah. I, Dude, it's just you see the marketing everywhere. Over and over and over and over and over. And then you're like, oh, maybe I won't. Nope. Over and over and over. (laughs) It's like, damn. Yeah. And watch. It's not even going to be that good. And here's why. I'm personally one of those dudes who thinks the Jim Carrey Grinch is like the shiznat. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You said it. It don't get no better. Thank you. Holiday hoobie, what? Thank you. I love I'm with it. you. I have to watch Even, it every yes, year. Every year. And probably multiple times. Yeah. Like, we watched it when, when we were with my parents for Thanksgiving. It was like, I don't know, a day or two after, I think. Yeah. we watched The Grinch, and I'm like, you have to know, I'm going to quote, like, Pretty much every word. <laughs> the whole movie. The whole movie. <laughs> it's fantastic, though. Uh, I love it. It's fantastic. Me too. That's one of my favorites. More more than the uh, Jim Carrey one. I, I like the original one. I watched the original one probably a half a dozen times every year. It's a and, classic. Uh, can't go wrong. Yeah. It's only 30 minutes long. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And then I, you know... I have to watch, uh, I, we watched them all, you know, honestly, Christmas story, uh, 
Miracle on 34th Street. I typically just step in for the tail end for that because it's boring. But, you know, we watch them all. Christmas movie. I'm so sorry. And then uh, I could leave it for sure. Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, like we're ramping up. We're only a few days away from, you know, the end of, you know, uh, till December 1st. Right. So by the time this podcast comes out. We'll only be a couple days away from uh, December 1st, and uh, it'll be time to get in gear, you know. But until then, Jesus of Nazareth, give me a second, please. Can I have a second? Yeah, for sure. You know, like hunting season for rifle is about to come to an end. Can, can I go out and get a deer first? But no. that's just me. You can't. No. There's no time. You have to just, you know, boop, 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 boop. On to the next. On, on there's, to the next. Mm. There's so many things that are important to do before Christmas season starts, as far as I'm concerned. So, when Halloween ends, that's not the time to bring out the fat guy. That's the time to start, you know, bringing out deals for, for, uh, for camo. You know, for that's that's when the 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 crossbows they start coming down in price. The the you know what I'm saying? The bullets they go on sale. The you know you're getting ready for black powder. You're getting ready for rifle season. There's so many other things to think about. But hey, that's just me and you, right? Well, I mean, I kind of see why, you know. Black Friday is what it is. Everyone tries to get deals and shop for Christmas, and it's on the brain now, okay. but it's like... Sure. I just don't know, man. And honestly, anymore, like, you don't get that great of a deal when you go Black Friday shopping. Plus, oh, no. people are like, why have Black Friday one day of the year when we can do it all week long? Come in now for a week long yeah. and get Black Friday deals. It's like... Okay, well, I just won't go out when all the crazy fucking assholes are trying to push me over for a free little tote bag with purchase, and I'll just get the same deal three days from now when you restock your yeah. shit. Sounds like y- a plan you know, to me. A buddy of mine today, we were literally just talking about this today. He was talking about, uh, you know, his wife shopping and just being adults, right? Just being adults. Just sure. like uh, his wife is like, uh, should I give you my Christmas list? And he just looked at her the same way I would look at my wife. Like, are you fucking kidding me? How old are you? You know, <laughs> uh, what's the difference between uh, you getting it for yourself and me getting it for you? It's the same money. Same account. It's the same account. Uh, now, now, granted, now there are a lot of people out there that have separate accounts. Right. Sure. Like, I mean, I guess. My, my my parents have always had separate accounts, as far as I can remember, as far back as I can remember. I think they also have joint accounts as well, but they get separate accounts as well. <clears throat> but it, it it doesn't matter because it's the same household, and it's like, okay, well, we're gonna pull money from this account, or we're gonna pull money from that account. It doesn't matter because we're married, right? So should be that way, I think. Well, I, I agree with you. 
I, we can talk an hour about that, but yeah, I agree with you. But the bottom line is, look, I'm an adult. Like my wife asked me the other night, she was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm just looking at her like, whatever I want, I'll just go get it tomorrow. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't need to open up a present on Christmas morning. You know, that's over for me. It's all about Micah. It's about my mini me. It's about getting him what he wants. And for me, it doesn't matter if it's Black Friday or if it's Purple Tuesday. I'm pretty much ordering everything online and getting everything shipped to to the house so that I don't have to stand in those stupid lines. I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to waste the gas money. I don't have to to hunt and peck or get in in a fight with the freaking magaholic. I can just (laughs) fucking, you know, order it online, get it shipped to the store. I'm sorry. Order it online, get it shipped to my house or shipped to the store. Either one. Save myself the headache, the stress, the anxiety, the, 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 the feeling to punch somebody in the nose. Like, all of that is gone. Fuck Black Friday. I've got Cyber Monday. I'm good. Which, again, lasts for like a week. Yeah. It does. But we were talking, me and my buddy, and he was like, yeah, my son wanted, you know, all these different video games. And on Black Friday, they were all 50, 50% off. I was like, okay, well, what did you do? Did you go to the store and stand in line like an idiot? He was like, no, of course not. I'm not an idiot. I ordered everything online, got it shipped to my house. I'm like, okay, perfect. So, I don't know. At the end of the day, who cares about the deals? A lot of people, right? A lot of people care about the deals. But the bottom yeah. line is, is that uh, <clears throat> there's deals that happen every day, and Black Friday isn't all that special. It's just nothing more than a marketing ploy. Nothing more than that at all. So, yeah, it's really sad that holidays have been trans like they've been turned into these marketing, you know, schemes basically. It's all it is. It's just consumerism, man. It's America, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of sad. No. I get it. Black Friday, these stores, they go into the black. They leave the red, they go into the black. Right, Americans spend billions of dollars uh, on Black Friday and throughout Christmas. You know, accumulatively, billions of dollars are spent consumer spending on shit that doesn't matter, materialistic things. Right, and at the end of the day, the things that actually matter are the intangible things. And you know what? I'm getting satisfyingly deep. Serious things. The things that actually matter are the intangible stuff, the experiences that we have with each other as a family. Mm. You know? So, like, lighting a fire and setting up the Christmas tree with the kids, with the wife, with the family. That's the stuff right there that matters. You know, sitting down, having a glass of wine with the wife while you while, while you talk about... Um, you know, what goes where and, and, and 
helping to to make the house a home you know when you know something that she can be proud of and and put on instagram and put on facebook that's the experience that matters not the unwrapping of the shit underneath the tree that's for kids give it to the kids i'm all for giving that to the kids um, and I think jolly old Saint Nick would agree that it's the experience of, of uh, being selfless in this season that actually matters, not necessarily the tangible thing. So fuck the deals and the and the, you know, what you can get on any particular day. What memory are you setting this year that's going to last a lifetime? You know what I'm saying? My wife, she she instituted this thing uh, for our family that I never would have thought of doing. She takes all of these different bulbs uh, that you hang on the tree. These little balls. What do you call them? Bulbs or balls? Ornaments. I call them balls. Okay. Ornaments is what the technical term is, but I got balls on the brain. Hey, yo. The... the uh, we we take a black marker and we you know just write little love notes to each other and we you know put that on the on the ornament and then we hang it up every year and we we date it we date it with the year and right. so for the last several years you know we've been married for 3 years mm. obviously we were we, <laughs> obviously we were dating for years before that and so we've got several years. We've got about five years of uh, ornaments that we put on the tree that we've signed. And it's, it's me, it's Jenna, it's Micah, it's my niece. Whoever's at the house at the time while we're decorating, you get a marker and you write a, a note. Personalized ornament. ornament. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you say what you're thankful for or you write a love note to somebody or whatever. And we make it special. And despite the amount of gifts underneath the tree, it's the experience that we have together, the love that we share, the the comments that we give to each other, that that time that we spend, that's what matters, bro. That's what matters. I'm a I'm a I'm a big proponent of if you want to save money, don't spend it. Rant over. It's good, man. I agree. <clears throat> the whole spending time thing, though. Yeah. And I I, I need to uh, let me preface what I'm about to get into. I totally into agree it. with what you just said. Of course. I'm going to spend this in a whole other way. Because Got it. one thing we mostly all do anymore these days on the holidays is travel. Mm. And we're forced to spend a very specific amount of time with people we do not know. <laughs> yeah. It's the flip side, right? It's the other side of the coin. Yeah. And like, so if you're like Brooke and I, we traveled, you know freaking states away i mean here we are in southern illinois so ill holding it down and so ill bro so ill ill. you know what i'm saying (laughs) so what we gotta do is drive three hours to nashville 
because they had the cheapest flights and then sit on this tube full of demons for two hours while we uh, travel to see my parents in the Boston area, right? Yeah. Well, what can happen is, first off, you have a lot of people traveling because it's holidays, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. And it's 2018. We don't just all live in the same little village. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can have a good experience or you can have a not so good experience. And going there, we had a good experience. Good. On the way back, dude, our plane kept getting delayed. And finally, like, we had a layover at one point, And then they're like, oh, we're going to put you on a direct flight now because this and that. And it's like, oh, cool, sweet, yay. Which meant we now are going to get home about 1 a.m. instead of like 3.30 a.m., which is awesome. You know what I'm saying? That's two and a half hours. Yay. Well, here we are getting on this new plane. And of course, I guess I'm just that person right now, but like, or then, but I'm the lucky chosen one. So is Brooke. And this fucking foreign family sits down behind us with two little kids who are three years old and maybe two years old. (laughs) Fucking foreign? What kind of foreign? I don't fucking know, dude. The the most annoying foreign that you can imagine, just picture them. They're behind you with two little kids who think that your seats are punching bags and the <laughs> the, the most fun they can ever have and they uh, want to keep having is screaming at the top of their little bitty tiny lungs uh, for two hours and 20 minutes. This is what they do. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like 10 o'clock at night. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Like, and again, this is one of those things where, like, I don't have kids, so maybe I can't really speak to it like someone with kids does. Sure. And I kind of want to get into something, which is why I kind of brought this up anyway. Get into which it. I'll get to in here in a second. But, like, in the flesh, as a person, I just want to be like, fuck you. Like, get your kids shut up or figure out another way to, like, travel because we're traveling communally. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a public thing. So if you can't keep your kids in line, figure out another way to travel so that it doesn't just completely aggravate the people around you into a place where they want to just throw your kid out of the plane while it's moving 30,000 feet in the air. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Like, Jesus Christ, please help me because I want to throw a two-year-old out of a plane and it's not even the two-year-old's fault you know what i'm saying yeah anyway miserable flight They're too couldn't yeah. sleep you know what i'm saying they're kids what are the fuck they know they don't know nothing they're just being a kid like you can't fault them yeah and the parents they're just both allowing this to happen and occasionally you'll hear like like that fucking solves anything ever you know Nope. Here's what I wanted to kind of get to. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here or there as all this is happening for, you know, like I said, over two hours. Mm -hmm. 
And at some point I'm thinking like, I know what I want to do. I want to turn around and I want to look at the adults and I want to say, take care of your kids. I don't care what you do, but don't let them touch my seat. And for Christ's sake, shut that kid up, (laughs) like stick a cork in it or something. Like, them little bitty lungs and that little bitty freaking, what's the uvula in the back of the throat is just moving at a frequency that's, like, so high, I don't know how the windows aren't busting. So, like, the uvula, you know what I'm saying? No, I don't. But, okay, I'll I'll look it up. Keep talking. When you look in the back of your throat, the thing that hangs down, that's the uvula. How do you not know that? You have your doctorate and you don't know that? You're killing me right Ubula. now. Ubula. Ubula? Oh. Ubula. I don't fucking know. Some with a U. And a B. U. Uvula. Vula. That's what you mean. Yeah, that's what I said. With a V. Yeah, yeah. That's totally what I oh, said. Oh, I thought you said with a B. I'm about to say, what is a Ubula? Well, I did Uvula. say with a B. I was just. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway, my point is really high <laughs> screeching from two little bitty tiny people, right? Like, figure your shit out, and figure it out quick, because we got a whole plane full of people that are sitting there looking forward, but they're thinking, oh my god, do something with your child. Like, there's no way that anyone on that plane did not hear that for two hours straight and think, yeah, everything's cool, this is just how it is. No, everyone's sitting on that fucking plane being like, shut your kid up, (laughs) you know? So, as a Christian, this is where my mind went. I knew in the flesh I wanted to, like, turn around and just be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Not to the kids, because I understand, like, they're kids. You can't tell of course, a two- and a three-year-old child, Hey, you're being disrespectful. You need to be quiet, because they're two and three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the parents yeah. should know better, right? So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking... Like, you know, there was this dichotomy happening in my brain, and I'm just like, how should I respond or do I respond? Because, again, you have a plane full of people that are being affected by this. And unless you have, like, noise-canceling headphones or you're just blasting very loud music, there's no way in hell that you're not hearing this and are annoyed. Or not annoyed. You mean, You know what I'm saying? I do. So as a Christian who's supposed to be loving and compassionate and have grace and have patience, how are we, like, what are we supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't know. But I know if you've ever flown more than, like, twice in your life, you've probably encountered the situation, <laughs> and you know the frustration level that you have, especially if you're the one that's sitting in front of them and your seat just keeps getting kicked and you're just like oh my god yeah well first of all i want to tell you that uh the uvula according to my limited (laughs) research yes (laughs) yeah uh people can live without it by the way but the main purpose of the uvula as you've pointed out is uh for nasal uh, regurgitation, <laughs> nasal regurgitation. All right. So, so it, it has, has nothing actually, to do with frequencies. Well, it it does help with speech because your speech would be a little fucked up. 
if you didn't have it. But like removing okay. it is a procedure that people use to help with uh, sleep apnea, which is another annoying noise that happens, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of right. Does, but doesn't really have an effect on like when it comes down to the volume of, you know, kids who are two years old. It's probably my cartoonistic growing up because whenever they were screaming, I just picture that little thing like, you know, like moving super fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's not even the point of all this. I just. I know it's not. I know it's not. I just wanted to bring that out just to be a dick. Yeah. But Thank the you. fact is. <laughs> <laughs> but the other the other part of it is that um I think, you know, for little kids, the only remedy on an airplane is an iPad. Or to not be on the airplane. <laughs> well, uh, well, first of all, kids fly free on on most airlines, right? Yeah. Because they're basically sitting on their parents' lap to a certain age, of course. Which is, um, in this case, what was happening. I mean, we flew sure. southwest, so there was three seats on a side. And both parents had a seat. And I'm assuming the oldest had a seat. And then the youngest was just, like, hopping around everywhere. Of and, course, you know, because they're kids. I get that. Yep. And I can't be pissed at that because I understand no, they're can. kids. But, like... Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess my thing is like at a certain point as the adult you don't even give a shit to be like, "Hey, it's probably pissing off the two people in front of us that these kids think that their seats fucking jungle gym. Maybe yeah, I should hold them gym. or maybe I should I don't know. Like I don't know what yeah. you fucking do. I don't know the answer, but like yeah. at least try to help them not do what they're doing. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to fucking be someone's jungle gym. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Of course not. Of course not. You know, he here's the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is that um, if you were in that same situation, you'd be freaking out thinking about how disturbing you are to other people. That's one. Yeah. Uh, two, I agree with you. It is extremely annoying to have kids pissing a fit. Pitching a fit, whatever the nomenclature is. I don't Maybe care. Maybe they're pissing it. I don't know. Pissing a fit, pitching a fit, pitching they a usually tent. Pitch it I don't, like I don't really care. Whatever. It's annoying when they are having a fit. Yeah. Um, no doubt about it. But, but you ask for the Christian response, I would say, you know, I would say that you said it. Your your question was prefaced with, "What's the Christian response?" and something about grace. And the fact is, is that grace is the answer. the the The, the problem is, is that when you, uh, okay, back up, rewind, Willy Wonka, <laughs> reverse, scratch that, scratch that. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. What grace treat? What grace teaches you? is that we're all suffering from the same depravity. And so we all fall short. And because we all fall short, 
the only thing that grace and maturity teaches us is that we are no more depraved than, than the next person. So in other words, the thing that's annoying you right now, there is something about you or your behavior that is annoying to someone else. And so you are not exempt from being annoying. Good Lord, I don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody nobody wants to hear that. I mean, just be real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but the but the thing is, is that what grace teaches you is that there is no one more deprived than you are. Like we are all deprived at the same level. Like there is no one thing, as far as God is concerned, there is not one thing that we do, according to God, that is worse than the other. So, in other words, yeah, and, and this is a hard hard pill for non Christians to swallow. And for Christians, bro. Well, yeah, you're right. And for Christians, too. So the fact that all sin deserves death, like the penalty of sin is death, according to Scripture, right? That's what it says. That that is a very broad statement, right? When you define sin, you say, well, lying is a sin. Yes. Well, murder is a sin. Yes. And the Bible says that the price of sin is death. Yes. But my lying is not worse than you killing, right? Actually, they're on the same level playing field. Yeah. Because the fact is, is that you have to enter in the equation, the holiness of God, the one who's the judge. What The reason why people have such a struggle with it is because they sit on the judgment seat instead of allowing God to sit on the judgment seat. So when God sits on the judgment seat, you realize that all of his judgment is a result of his holiness. Well, what is his holiness? His holiness is his perfect moral purity, which means that he doesn't lie or murder. Anything that you can think of that is sin, he doesn't do because he's the one that uh, that that sets the qualifications of what is sin and what is not. And the the easiest way to understand it is the fact that everything that he doesn't do is what is considered sin. Hmm. The very things that he is incapable of doing are all the things that are considered sin. And you might say, well, Mike, that's unfair. Well, we're not... uh, The the fact is, is that part of God's nature is justice. And what is the definition of just? The definition of just is is to be fair. So the very thing that you deny God's fairness is the very thing that he uses to pass judgment. And so the fact is, is that in our finite minds, we're unable to understand or to comprehend the holiness that God has because it's something that we have not obtained. And so the only way that we'll be able to wrap our minds around uh, what is considered sin and what is not is to accept his holiness and to, by faith, 
allow it to be attributed to us because of the perf- because of the perfection of Christ. And when we exit Christ out of out of the equation, we we have a hard time comprehending the uh, the holiness of God, the 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 fairness of God in His judgment. So, all that to say, I, I feel like I got a little too deep. But all of that being said, the way that we apply it to our lives on a daily basis is this. We understand that our sanctification is a complete result of grace, not our behavior. Because the fact is, is that none of our behavior is perfect and none of us will ever be able to uh, fulfill the perfect law of God. All 613 laws that were issued in the Old Testament, none of us would ever be able to um, effectively fulfill those commandments, right? Yeah. And that was the that was the reason for Jesus dying. He had to die because he was the only one that was able to fulfill the the six hundred and thirteen laws that were given in the Old Testament. Our imperfections have disqualified us from being accepted by God. The only thing that allows us to be accepted by Him is our faith in the One who is perfect despite our imperfections. And so true Christianity takes the standpoint that we are imperfect, but Jesus is perfect. Therefore, my faith in him allows me to become a son of God, overstepping the bounds of being just a creation of God. And when we understand that fully, Hmm. we're able to give grace, bringing it back full circle. When we understand it fully, and the more we understand it, the more we're able to give grace to those who don't understand it. So for those who annoy the shit out of us, we're able to say, you know what? There's things in my life that annoy the shit out of other people. Therefore, I'm going to give this person a little bit of lead way because I know that my imperfections annoy other people as well. And so I don't want to treat this person the way that I often feel treated because of my imperfections. And therefore, the seed that I sow and giving a little bit of grace to this person who obviously doesn't deserve it because they're annoying as fuck should reap the harvest for me of receiving grace when i'm being annoying as fuck Mm -hmm. and right right there i drop the mic and i'm done i see i think for me though as I was sitting there, I was trying to put myself in the parent's shoes. Yeah. Because it's easy to just sit there and be like, you know, judge, jury, and executioner and be like, oh, if I was a parent, I wouldn't let that happen. And I'd beat the kid's butt. And I'd of put course. a sock in their mouth. And I'd choke them. Or I'd do this. Or I'd do that. And it's like, would you really, though? Because I, I kind of just... I couldn't, and I didn't want to do this, so I don't even know how to explain why I did this, so I guess it's just God. (laughs) I don't know, but like, or maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just started thinking like, if I'm sitting there with my kids and they're doing this shit, like, what would I do? You know, like, what could I really do? I could try and tell them to be quiet, but they're two and three years old, like. They're not going to fucking listen to me. 
know what I'm saying? They don't give a shit that it's like 9 or 9.30 or 10 at night on a plane where everyone's trying to sleep. Like, they don't care. They don't know. They don't understand. So how do you, like, what do you do? And I'm just like, well, I don't know what you do. So at that point, it's like, okay, well, I guess I shouldn't hate them as much as I was five seconds ago. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And it didn't make the experience any better. It really just conflicted me because I wanted to be pissed because I wanted to sleep and not hear screeching and not have my seat be a punching bag. Sure. But at the same time, thinking about like, okay, if I'm the parents and I'm sitting there and these kids are screaming and they're using the seat in front of me as a punching bag, what would I do? And I'm like, oh shit, I don't know. (laughs) And it really kind of helped like level the playing field of like judgment. Maybe I don't know. So even though it's like miserable, it's like, like I couldn't help think, but like, how miserable does that parent feel that like they have to know that they're straight up fucking up the people around their lives <laughs> and they really cannot yeah. do shit about it. Cause like Not it's a, a two year old, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. What yep. are you going to do? Put in a straitjacket and gag it for two hours? No. Like, you know what I'm saying? I do. And that's what really kind of was like, wow, I do not understand this right now. You know, like. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about it. And you got like super deep on it, which is I awesome. know. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No. Sorry. <clears throat> I didn't mean to get that deep. I did not. I was just filling it for a second. That's what he said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but he really did say that. He he said that for sure. You know, he said that. But I didn't mean to go so deep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's interesting. Like when you Uh, if if you really allow yourself to at least explore for a little bit, like man. What is it to be in their shoes right now in this moment? You yeah. know, it, it, it's got to change your perspective at least a little. That was my point. Yes. Because it's so yes. easy to be like, oh, fuck you. You don't give a shit about anyone. You're just letting your kids do this and that. And you're such a shitty parent. And like, fuck you for even traveling. Like, and it's yeah. like, wow, that's probably not the correct response. <laughs> You know, definitely not. Definitely not. I don't know. I just, Mm. I thought it was interesting. So hopefully, you know, other people do too. For sure. You know, I had an old boss who had, uh, five kids under six years old. Damn. And, uh, and he was from California. So like he went to SoCal university or whatever it is. I don't care. It wasn't Michigan. So (laughs) whenever he had to travel back to see his family, he had to cart five kids with him and his wife, seven people to fly back to California to see his family and hers, by the way, because she's from California as well. Yeah. And I would often ask him, like, how do they do on the plane? And, and 
he told me something that I never, ever would have thought about. See, when we jump on a plane as adults, our ears start popping. What do we do? You swallow. Or chew gum. Or you chew gum, you chew gum and you swallow, right? Think about this for a second. A two-year-old doesn't know what's happening. It's a sensation that they've not experienced. They've only been outside of the womb for two years. Inside of the womb, it didn't matter, right? They're in the fluid. You know, and they're just experiencing whatever the mother is experiencing, but, you know, whatever. Outside of the womb, you put them in a plane that's pressurized, and I gotta put on my, my engineering hat for a second. But the fact is, is that a pressurized tube full of demons, when you're flying, <laughs> you're going to have the, the pressure in your ears, the pressure in your head, and a baby that doesn't know how to communicate, the only way they know how to communicate their discomfort is by screaming. Yeah. You know? I, I've got no other feeling than to sympathize and to say holy shit like the kid is having a hard time they don't know to swallow and the pressure will you know be alleviated you know their ears are pop they don't know that you can't communicate that because they, they're not going to understand they don't know it the yeah. parents aren't thinking most of the time, I would think that parents are thinking, oh, my ears are popping. Maybe my baby's ears are popping, too. Maybe I should give them something in their mouth to swallow. Sure. Like milk or juice. Make them, make them swallow. It'll alleviate the pressure, and maybe they won't scream as much. You know, when you're in that pressure situation, when your beautiful kid beautiful blessing is uh screaming its head off you know who knows you don't think about it you know yeah I you can guess. be you can be a black belt in jujitsu you get jumped in an alley and you reach for a gun forget your training <laughs> for the last six years <laughs> who cares about your training you're gonna reach for a weapon so that you can beat the crap out of these guys right it's just human nature is what happens you know, so it just requires a little bit of grace. Yeah. Boom. Or a lot of it. Or a lot of it. Just some thought. Just to say, you know, you know, yeah, this is fucking really getting under my skin, but maybe it's something I'm missing. Maybe it's something I don't understand. Maybe the kid is teething. Maybe they're colicky. Maybe they're sick. There could be anything going on and you'll feel like a you'll feel like a little turd. You'll feel like pond scum, as yeah. the old movie says. <clears throat> if you start judging and <clears throat> kicking a fit. God, I don't know the phrase. Pissing a fit. Having a fit. Pitching. You know? Pitching a fit? That's what I mean, growing up, that's what I heard. They're pitching a fit. No, you pitch a tent, not a fit. Well, I don't know. Either way, you know what's being said. 
You have. I just think at the end of the day, when certain things happen as Christians, we should be the ones who don't react by just lashing out. And we should put ourselves in their shoes at least for a moment and be like, yeah, you know, okay, I can have some compassion, you know, because honestly, there's probably something in me that is horrible because I went straight to fuck you. You're a horrible parent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> sure. That's not sure. a reflection of them and their kid. It's more a reflection right. of me being like, you right. know, how dare you disrespect my quiet time on this, you know, friggin' plane. Like, who the fuck am I to say that? I'm a piece of shit. Sure. Like, fuck me, if anything. Don't fuck them. Fuck me. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. No doubt. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And, uh, you got the right idea, bro. I mean, you're right. It is interesting. And but you're it's right. Hard fuck to you. Do that, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. They're the ones that have to f- deal with the kid that's screaming. Like, you dude, got the right idea. After thinking about it that way, I was like, damn, I don't know what I would do, but I would feel like yeah. shit. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to calm down, and I just need to try and ignore it. Like, the plane's not that long. The plane ride's not that long. Yeah. You know, because it's like, dude, I bet they do feel bad, you know? And, like, that sucks, because, like, you know, it's not like it's anything you can control. Nope. Here's the benefit you have, bro. You got a smart girl, right? She right. pops out a kid, or two, or five, whatever your plan is. No, no, no. <laughs> I, you know, whatever, whatever your plan is. She's gonna do some research about babies and planes before you jump on a plane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, plus, I you're, mean, at our age, you know, we've already had experiences that we might not even need the research for because we've lived it. Sure, sure. Sure, but she'll remember it where you will not, right? Probably. And, I mean, that's what happens with my wife. She remembers shit that I don't remember. I think <laughs> is obsolete. I only get so much RAM, right? I only get so much, and I kick shit out. Like I remember a lot of stuff. I've got a shit ton of useless information in my head. Like case in point, I know that female hyenas have faux penises. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. Why do I know that? I don't know why I know that, but I know that. Okay. Well. I know that feet I know that female pe- <laughs> female hyenas dominate the males. Penises have hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> I know that female hyenas dominate the males. I know that female hyenas are larger than the male hyenas. Hmm. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do I know that? I don't know why I know that, but I know that. It's useless information. Stupid stupid stuff in my head. But I know that my wife will remember that I don't know. That one time on a Tuesday in 2016 at 3 p.m. that this thing happened Uh, and that person reacted that way. You said it, bro. (laughs) You said it, not me. I didn't say it. You said it. I'll take the blow for you, brah. That's fine. That's the kind of shit that we're that I'm trying to say, you know? 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to take it, take it with stride. But, um, yeah, man, grace is a funny thing. You know, just when you think that you have it for other people, you find out that there is a multitude or, or not a multitude, but there is a, it, it's just the tip of the iceberg is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, they say that, that when you see the, an iceberg crest the water, you know, it, it just goes above the water. They say that what's below it is seven times larger than what's sticking up out of the water. That's what they say about me, too. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, no, but right. yeah, I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how grace is, right? So you, you think you see it. But what's beneath it and what's underneath it, it's uh it's so much it's so much greater, so much larger mm. than what we see. Yeah. So so there's a book that I read and and I'll we need to stop here in a second, but um I read this book by a a, a friar named Brother Lawrence. And uh the name of the book was The Practice of the Presence of God. It's a very, very good book. Uh, he he said something that was so profound. Uh, talking about the the practice of God's presence, the 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 practice of His holiness, and I did that long preface, and I forgot what I was about to say. Ah! Well, we were talking about tips of icebergs. Yeah. That's what we were, we were talking about tips. My <laughs> wife is here. My wife is behind me, distracting me. Right now? Literally, right you now. Temptress you. She's, she's rubbing on my neck and rubbing on my chest. And Oh, God, it's over. I swear to God, I don't remember what I was about to say. I, I wouldn't be able to either. She wants you, bro. You have to go. You need to go. Yeah. You need to run to her. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that, that's uh, yeah, yeah. All right, that's what happens. All right, well, I gotta we go. can be found at um, unchurchpodcast.wordpress.com. Yes, and you know, as soon as I'm done with this podcast, I'm gonna remember what I was trying to say. You sure will. Yep, I will. After other things happen, probably. The only thing that matters right now is you have no idea what's happening except your wife. So. Go for Love it, you, bro. Brah. Peace. Finish it up. Peace. <laughs>